I'm delighted to welcome Jane Booth, Head of Historical Performance, who, along with Murray Lawson and Eugene Asty, is giving a recital as part of the Faculty Artist Series on Wednesday the 16th of November. So welcome, Jane. Thank you. Um, this recital is the first Faculty Artist Recital you've been involved in. Are you looking forward to performing in front of your students and your colleagues? Well, we had a rehearsal yesterday, and we, we were all just saying how we're really looking forward to, to this music. It's a repertoire which we all love, and um, the wonderful thing for me is drawing together people from different departments and bringing our own expertise and our own angle on the music into one place and seeing what results that brings. And that's what we're really looking forward to. We love the music and we can't wait to do the concert. Because Eugene is from the vocal and keyboard um, departments, isn't he? Whereas you're Myri from Historical Performance. So have you crossed over in your work before or is this a first time collaboration? This concert actually comes out of a research project which I've been involved in, which was supported by the school's research committee. And I found, quite a few years ago, I found some pieces of Schubert leader, which were arranged by a clarinet player called Carl Behrman. He was very famous in his lifetime. He was active in right through the 19th century and lived and worked in Munich. And he decided rather late in his life to arrange these Schubert leader for clarinet and I made these the, the basis of a research project because he did something very special with the music when he made these transcriptions. Behrman decided to include all of the text in this edition for the clarinet player and he also adapted the way the articulation, that's the phrasing marks, are put into the music and he put some very detailed phrasing marks into the music along with the text. And I was fascinated by this when I first saw this music and thought, well, why has he gone to such trouble um, with every single note, putting marks on just about every single note? And that's been the basis of a research project, which has been fascinating. And we made a recording last year, which we're in the process of editing now. There's going to be a double CD of Schubert's music in which Eugene plays... Um, lots and lots of songs. I play the 15 songs that Behrman arranged and then Mari Lawson, Norbert Mine and William Daisley sing relevant arias also by Schubert. We put them together in themed groups so we've got water songs, we've got love songs, we've got um, reflective songs. Well that sounds enormous. <laughs> yeah so that's been that's been a big project and, um, and the research was fascinating for me because I went into the whole history of the Munich High School, the, the High School for Music, which is the equivalent of the Conservatoire, the Hochschule, and the origins of that institution um, were in song, they were in vocal music. The institution teamed up with the local orchestra that Carl Behrman played in and they developed an orchestral training programme. I mean, wonderful parallels with yeah. the Guildhall School. And as that developed, um, they, as many people did in the 19th century, a lot of the focus was on text, was on poetry, was on feeling. And clearly Carl Behrman, through his influences at the Conservatoire and his work there, um, discovered that they were teaching rhetoric, that they were teaching... Um, declamation and and that the students would have been exposed to all of these classes even though they were instrumentalists okay and so it seems it, it 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 seems really logical then that he might decide to 
make transcriptions of these Schubert songs and include the text because text was so important in the mid to late 19th century. So how did you choose what went into this recital? Because presumably you've got a much of a shorter time than you have on your CD to explore those kind of themes. And you're not just doing Schubert either, are you? We're not. We're playing some Spohr and we're playing some Mendelssohn. We wanted to explore some of the music which had been originally written for clarinet, soprano and piano. And the six songs by Spohr are just wonderful pieces, beautifully written for the singer, very, very well crafted for the clarinet, and just really lovely music. We, we rehearsed yesterday, we, we love it to bits. So we start with the six um, songs by Louis Spohr. We have quite a bit of Schubert in the programme. But we also wanted to explore clarinet and piano on their own and some other repertoire, explore another composer. And as we look through the different works that were written at, around this time, mid to late 19th century, we didn't feel as if the sonata genre really fit into this soiree atmosphere yeah. that we wanted to create. And Eugene came up with the idea of using some of Mendelssohn's songs without words, originally written for the piano, and because we already have Schubert arrangements in the programme, we have uh, Simon Kent to make arrangements of four of Mendelssohn's Song Without Words, and he arranged them for us for this particular concert. Wow, so a lot of thought's gone into this Absolutely. particular recital. <laughs> Um, well, being a head of department is a very busy role, I know, and you're also very much a performer and you're researching as well. So how do you balance all these roles? And presumably they inform each other to an extent, do they? Yes, well, I, I love uh, leading the department and working with my colleagues um, on the development of the whole early music repertoire, which spans Renaissance, medieval, right through to romantic repertoire. Um, it's, it's great to work with colleagues and to see how we can take the programme forward. But I haven't ever wanted to give up being a performer. And more and more I'm interested in performing works which I've put some research into. Um, it's, it's not really about playing music that I've played before. I'm really interested to look at sometimes the neglected repertoire. But also just to know much more about the repertoire I am playing and to... Do, do my work and do my reading and see if that changes the way I want to play. I think it's really important always to have a fresh approach to performance and, um, and, and historical performance allows us to do that. The knowledge that we have on the instruments of the past or the additions or the, the way in which the musicians worked their lives and, and experiences can always influence the way that we see the music and, um, and that's constantly changing. So I, I just really enjoy trying to apply some of the things I've learned um, to, the, to the concert performance and more and more that's integrating ideas of improvisation and ornamentation okay. and having um, perhaps a, a freer approach to the, to the written text and exploring where that takes me. And is that something you encourage with your students as well in your teaching? Where it's appropriate, yes. Um, it's not always appropriate to, to meddle with the score but I think there are, certainly in classical repertoire it was generally expected at the time that, that what was on the page was a starting point, not an ending point. And, um, and, and it's good to, to see where we can go with, with that kind of approach. 
Um, well, I know the historical performance department has been busy working with some exciting ensembles um, and performing in London, outside of London. Um, so can you give us an idea of what projects you've got coming up in the next few months? Well, actually, next week is quite a busy week. On Tuesday, we already have a performance of Polish Baroque music with the vocal consort led by Eamon Dugan, and that's in our collaboration with the 16 who have mentored the students um, for the last three years now. Um, that's been a very exciting project, and I know that next term they'll be working on Arvo Pet, which isn't exactly early music, but um, I think the approach that Eamon has with the score and his, his approach with the singers is very much valued and, and we're looking forward to that project too. With the Baroque Orchestra we have a side-by-side -side session next week with the Academy of Ancient Music. Okay. That's beginning a new project with, um, with the Academy of Ancient Music. They're going to be involved in masterclasses and coachings and we're going to be looking at some of the repertoire that they'll be performing over the next few years and seeing how we can get involved with that. So Academy of Ancient Music, that's a new initiative and certainly next um, term coming up we have our first foray into um, sword fighting with Andrew Lawrence King who's going to be putting on Combatimento complete with sword fighting and everything that goes along with that. So there's plenty, plenty to get our teeth into. <laughs> we probably need a bit of health and safety training along the way. <laughs> Go to the drama department. <laughs> um, well, finally, a lot of people would say it's a tough time to be a music graduate or somebody coming out of music college. And obviously your students are very specialist in what they do. So what advice do you have for young graduates, particularly those coming out of historical performance-related um, study? Well, I'm very happy to say that the students who've graduated from this programme in the last couple of years are all doing exactly what they wanted to do now. Which is um, brilliant. Which is just brilliant. Um, some people wanted to go into vocal ensembles um, from which they will take step out lead parts and they'll develop into soloists. Um, a number of other people have formed their own groups and they are performing on the radio in concerts, in festivals um, around the UK and hopefully that will develop into an international profile. Um, as time goes by. Certainly a number of the students have become involved with their teachers in, their, in those ensembles and are getting good exposure and fantastic experience. I think the thing with historical performance students is to do your research and to develop your own programmes, be individual, find, find the place in which you can be most creative and really express yourself and, and be willing to put yourself out there. And the work will come. And the work will come. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for talking to us, Jane. And we look forward to your faculty artist recital with Murray and Eugene on Wednesday the 16th of November. Thank you. Thank you, Jo.